0: Hey guys. Welcome to Enter In, the podcast. We hope through this intentional time of listening, reflection, and prayer, you are able to hear the voice of God as we navigate through the journey of life together. This podcast series is created and hosted by Jeff Rogers, an American pastor and missionary who serves alongside his wife, Carrie Beth, in the Czech Republic. Please subscribe and share this unique experience to pause, reflect, and engage with our creator God, focusing on what he has for us in this busy and ever-changing world. Hello and welcome to part four of our series on Galatians, Standing on Grace. And today in part four, we'll be looking at Galatians chapter four, verses one through seven, and the ideas of adoption, of grace, and of belonging. And the big idea of today's podcast, our message is that God has brought us into his family or his household and that you are a son or daughter of God and everything is okay between you two. And the question though is are you living your daily life like that is true if you are a Christian recognizing that you're a son of a son or daughter of God and 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 it's good. It's a good relationship and are you living your daily life like that is true? And so we're going to start here with Verses 1 through 7 that Paul writes here. And here we go. I'm saying that as long as the heirs are minors, they are no different from slaves, though they are really the owners of everything. However, they are placed under trustees and guardians until the date set by the parents. In the same way, when we were minors, we were also enslaved by this world's system. But when the fulfillment of the time came, God sent his son, born through a woman, and born under the law. This was so he could redeem those under the law so that we could be adopted. Because you are sons and daughters, Paul reminds us. God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Therefore you are no longer a slave, but a son or daughter. And if you are his child, then you are also an heir through God. These are the words of the Lord. Now, I was thinking about the classic novel Ben-Hur. Maybe you've seen it or not, but Lou Wallace tells the sprawling stale, uh, tale of a uh, rich Jewish merchant who ends up a prisoner, actually, on a Roman slave ship. It's a great story. And while on the ship, uh, Judah Ben-Hur saves the ship's captain. And Maybe you've actually even seen the, the, the movie rendition of the novel. And the ship's captain, his name is Arius, who happens to be a very powerful Roman, And the scene and what follows um, are an illustration of what it meant within a Roman culture to adopt someone. Arius uh, gives Ben-Hur his ring and tells him, Show my ring to my freedman, who hath control in my absence. You will find him in a villa near Mycenaeum. Ask anything or all he may have, and he will not refuse the demand. If I live, I will do thee better. After showing how our failure to obey the law points us to Jesus, we talked a little bit about that last week, Paul moves on here in chapter 4 to discuss this concept of adoption. When Jesus came into the world, those who were living under the law were redeemed. Now, that word redeem is actually a legal term related to slavery. The slave was set free, let go, by someone paying the slave's owner the full price for the slave. And I love this comment on this passage. Tim Keller explains, Here, the slave master is the law. Jesus pays our price to the law. He completely fulfills all the law's demands on us, and so he is able... To free us from it. Therefore, if we're set free, where do we go? And the gospel brings us into a home when we accept Christ into our lives uh, with a loving Father. He brings us into that right relationship. So, as we pause here for the first point of of reflection and thought, um, how does the concept of adoption help you understand the phrase born again? How does the concept of adoption help you understand the phrase, born again? Now, we are not merely set free. We are actually adopted into God's household, into his family. We are made a child of God through faith in the work of Christ. The orphan has been adopted. That is us. The lost has been found. The Aramaic word Paul uses here, Abba, is a term, it's a term of endearment, um, almost like this baby talk, um, as uh, Tim Keller actually would describe it. Um, It's used to refer to our new loving relationship with God. He is not this far off, distant God from, uh, or for whom we need to follow a lot of rules to stay in his favor and to stay in his presence. He reveals himself as a loving father, a good father, whom we can approach, check this out, without fear. Uh, Tim Keller describes the word Abba uh, in this way. It signifies a confidence of love and assurance of welcome. Just as a young child simply assumes that a parent loves them and is there for them and never doubts the security of openness of daddy's strong arms. So Christians, followers of Christ, can have an overwhelming boldness and certainty that God loves them endlessly. I love how Tim Keller describes that in his, uh, in his book, Galatians for You. Um, as if God's love and security were not enough, there are actually additional rights and privileges that come with being this child of God. Now, going back to that story of Ben-Hur, as Arius explained to his newly adopted son, Ben-Hur, uh, Judah could ask like anything for from the household of Arius in his name, and no one would refuse his request. And you got to remember, Ben Hur is an outsider. He's from a totally different country, a totally different ethnicity, a totally different political class, a totally different culture. He's actually a prisoner serving a life sentence, but all of a sudden. He is suddenly made all-powerful within the Roman world simply by the act of a Roman father saying, This man is my son. I want you to think about the power behind that. Just by those words, this man is my son. And ben her his life is opened to a whole new world, a whole new Uh, um, A whole new world of opportunities, but most importantly of acceptance into a family, acceptance into a household. And later in the novel, Ben-Hur actually returns home and even his enemies can do nothing against him because it is as though he has been born again and is an entirely new person. He's untouchable. And so that leads us here to the second point of reflection of why does it matter to you personally that everything is all right between you and God? Why does it matter to you personally that everything is all right between you and God? I want you to think about that. Now, going back to uh, chapter 4, verse 6 that we read earlier, Paul says, Because you are sons, God has sent the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. In just a few lines, Paul draws on an illustration that um, the Gentiles and Jews of his day would have understood. In the act of adopting us, God has changed everything for us forever. Just as Arius changed everything uh, for Ben-Hur, as we reflect on that novel. Actually, in John chapter 14, verse 18, Jesus makes this promise. He says, I will not leave you as orphans. Now, think about that. I will not leave you as orphans. How many uh, of us, or how many uh, believers do we know, live like God has left them? as orphans think about that how many of us live as orphans or we take on that attitude of you know maybe nobody loving us or nobody caring for us when we have a loving father or as paul describes her, abba papa who has adopted us into his home and has told us ask me anything you are my child Are you living this new life of faith as a child of God or as an orphan? A question we need to ask, are we living uh, this life of faith, this life as a Christian, as a child of God, in that confidence, in that boldness, uh, in that assurance, or as an orphan with some insecurities? And so... This last moment of reflection is, I I ask this question, What would it look like to live each day believing your relationship with God is stable and secure? What would it look like for you to live each day believing your relationship with God is stable and secure? I really do like that um, that last question for reflection because I think we're all guilty of this of uh, you know of taking for granted the security that we do have in God our Father and in our relationship with His Son Jesus Christ and how often uh, do we take things into our own hands and um, you know don't ask God or try to figure things out on our own and uh, sort of kind of live you know, on our own and lives of our own, even as Christians, and so that's a good one to continue to reflect on of what would it look like to live each day believing that our relationship with God is stable, it is secure, and he promises that as, as as his children, as followers of his son, Jesus Christ. So hopefully today as we looked at the topics of adoption, grace, and belonging, that resonates well and that just reminds us that God has brought us into his family, into his household, and that you are a son and you are a daughter of God. And everything is okay. It is secure. That cannot be taken away from you. And just to remember that uh, the question that we posed up front is, are we living our daily life like this is true? Let us pray. Father, thank you for reminding us today of your love for us, that we are, as followers of you, uh, as, as those who have made personal commitments to your Son, Jesus Christ, we are adopted into your family. We, we experience your grace, and we experience uh, belonging, even when we don't belong to other groups or to belong to this world or feel isolated, that you have brought us into your family and that we are sons and daughters of the King. And Lord, that we need to be reminded of just the boldness that we should live every day like that, uh, believing that, secure in that, because you love us and you set us free. So, Father, I ask that these these words, these uh, verses today just uh, resonate in our heart as we go forward, Uh, Lord, that we're able to share with others and encourage others the same hope and promise that you give. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Enter In, the podcast. Please remember to subscribe and share this experience with others.